I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it. Like parenting. Oh, parenting. So very soon we will be going, and probably as this drops, we will be gone to go and get your checkup and hopefully plan revisions. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, there is a young man and possibly a young NB who are at our house without us. Yes. So we have other adults to supervise them. Yes. And that hasn't always gone well, but we think we've got it managed. Yeah. You can set it up as best as possible and it will or it won't go well. It's just the way it's going to happen. Yes. I I was saying to the boy earlier today that I would be gone in the morning with you Mm -hmm. to help our our lawyer friend. Yes. And that the boy, speaking to him, I said, you will need to take your shower, your pills, and and get to school, including locking the door. And by then, he's looking at me like, what? These are things that you usually have to follow him around or text him or call him at other places in the house and remind him to do. All of them. So I I think it'll be a good trial Mm -hmm. for the week I'm at Vinny's after the doctor appointment. Mm -hmm. Because that way, if it can be done from afar, you can still get to your office while I'm dealing with him. Yes. Getting to summer school. I have planned on leaving for work late and just taking a couple hours off in the morning to make sure that he's getting out the door. But if tomorrow goes well, then I may or may not follow through with that. Right. Ideally, I'd like to make it so you didn't have to take that time off just because the kid doesn't know how to go out the door and lock it Well, <laughs> at the right time with all of the things having happened. I was about to say, you got that first part. You're like, yes, he knows how to go out the door. Okay. Sometimes. Okay, but here's one of the advantages. You can give him the pills before you leave. I can. You could walk in there, hand him a glass of water, hand him the pills, and he's taking them an hour early on those days. But that's totally fine. He's at summer school, and so it's not like they need to last until three o'clock when he gets home. Correct. So it'll be okay for those few days. And that's the most important thing that, that needs to happen every day. And then, of course, the other thing is he needs to get there because it's summer school and you can't miss it. Correct. So what I said to him when he gave me this look of, I'm going to do all those things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I said, you can call me when you get out of the shower Mm -hmm. and I will remind you what you are doing. Yep. And the other thing is, if he doesn't lock the door, a couple hours later, his sibling is going out the door and also has been instructed to lock it and may also lock it. Yep. So... Yeah, these kids are not good at remembering to lock doors behind them, but sometimes they do. It's not something they had to do. Number three child does have to do that sometimes Mm -hmm. because they'll leave at times that are not on everybody else's schedule around here. Right. Number two child mostly needs his key to get in the door if we've gone somewhere while he's been at school. Right. But he does have the key, and so he can also use it to lock the door. That is correct. Yes. So I'll walk him through that. I'll I'll do something like your phone goes on when, you know, your phone, meaning his apps that he talks to other people on, when you're ready for school and going out the door. It's really only about 15 minutes later than he's been getting out the door now. Mm-hmm. Maybe not even because Less, he's been yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know, and that's an incentive for him to get his phone on. Yes. Yeah. Your, your, your phone goes on. As soon as you're ready to go out the door, you go out the door, you lock it. We're on the phone. You tell me you've locked it. And then I turn your phone on for your apps. And, and we have security cameras on our front door. So you can see, did he lock the door behind him? Yes. I probably could hear it as well. But unless I'm on the phone with him, he will forget what he's doing. Right. That is true. Yeah. <sighs> so that's okay. I'm a warning person. I'll just parent over the phone. You will parent over the phone? Mm-hmm. He has two years to become an adult. He really needs to. And so that's why I thought it would be a good trial tomorrow to walk him through this. Mm-hmm. And then I don't have to drive, which is not my favorite thing right now. No. And we don't have to use two cars and more gas. And that is correct. All that stuff. You will be riding with me so that you don't have to drive which you can do, but supporting your body sitting vertical while also moving your leg to operate pedals and drive a car is not a good thing. It's not the best choice of comfort. Yes. Mm -hmm. But you are going to help our lawyer friend paint some baseboards and room trim and things like that, I believe. Right. Which I can easily do. I've been doing other things I have a little, I can use knee pads or a garden pad that like I've been using outside, which I've been doing little things outside because I really can't not do things anymore. Yeah, you would be completely stir crazy if you were as sedentary as you had been at first. I am sometimes a little stir crazy during the day when it's either too warm out or raining or something and I can't go out there and, you know, do a thing. I have to wait for the weather to cooperate. Yes, sometimes there is weather. Sometimes it's too hot. Sometimes it's too rainy. Sometimes it's too lightning. Yeah, there's that. (laughs) (laughs) But in order to help you get out the door, I took the morning off the other day and we went out for a hike. Yes, we did. Because you have needed to get the fuck out the house. I do. I so do. And I have missed having time that was just you and I because with- You and I not parenting, you mean? You and I not parenting. It's you and I right here. Oh, absolutely. In this house with these kids. But that's what I mean, like just you and I. Mm -hmm. As we are recording and can hear down the hall a teenage boy yelling at his video game. It's either that or he's playing something on his loud speaker, which which is hilarious because he plays his music really loud because mm-hmm. he, he likes, you know, intensity. Mm-hmm. And he opened the door the other day, apparently to tell his sibling that they were being too loud <laughs> with this music blaring right behind him as he opened the door. Which they, number three child, texted me the other day when we had told them they had gone out for the evening and I told them to make sure that they were extra quiet when they came in because they were having a friend sleep over. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're talking and doing things and their room is right next to ours. We share a wall. It is loud. Mm-hmm. They texted me coming in at night and said, you said we should be quiet, but I can hear my brother's radio from the street. Because his window's open. Uh-huh. It's right there. I couldn't hear his radio. No, and that's what I said. I'm like, uh, I don't share a wall with him. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You have many times over the last year or two texted them from the bed and said, I love you. Shut up. 
Yes. Because you could hear them through the wall. I could hear them through the wall. And there have been times before where they had company or, you know, they were going to be staying up late doing something, staying on a phone call. And I told them to go into, there's another bedroom upstairs right next to theirs Mm -hmm. that they use as like a crafting room and computer room. And I've told them, go in your other room Mm -hmm. because you're just being too loud in the room that shares a wall. And they weren't. They weren't too loud the other day, but I I did that day put the noise machine on the inside of our room because- (laughs) So that it would be closer to you. I could hear them talking, even though it was low, Mm -hmm. and I need to not hear stuff if I want to sleep. Anyhow, we probably got on a tangent. We did, because parenting, it kicks our ass all the time, which is why I took you on a hike so I could have you all to myself for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew I'd be able to hike. Yes, because you can walk. You are planning on going to the Trans March. You are, you know, you're planning on doing things that involve walking, standing, and you have been doing things that involve walking, standing. It's mm-hmm. just sitting that's hard. Yeah, eventually walking can be a problem because sometimes you eventually want to sit down and I can't take that kind of a break. I can lean on things. I often lean on the counter and have a snack because going to sit down is not as comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But while we were out on our hike, there was a lady bird watching and you're a bird nerd. Yes. And I kind of noticed she was probably looking for birds. She had her phone out and was clearly like looking at an app and looking around and looking at the app and looking around. And I I told her because we were out in the middle of nowhere, I said, good luck getting service. Mm -hmm. But then you... I I spoke to her and I think I just asked her if she was looking for birds and she mentioned a bird and a sound and I mentioned a nap and and that's when you said something also about not being able to get a signal Mm -hmm. where we were and... Yeah, I said it again. Anyhow, the thing is like... I don't know if I would have spoken to her if I was by myself mm-hmm. or with another guy. Right. That I'm aware that that could make her uncomfortable. I would have noticed that in her body language as well because you were there. She was relaxed. Sort of like when you went to the office the other day with your former work wife, like dealing with that HR lady, she was like, oh, crap, old white guy telling me what? Oh, but there's a woman with him who's being chatty and pleasant. And so he must be okay. Yeah, yeah. And they understandably, you know, men create enough problems, they they have a reputation for it. Absolutely. I think this this uh, social fear is well earned. Yeah, completely and thoroughly grounded in reality. But it was easy to talk to her because I could see she was relaxed and and then I realized it was because you were there. And so I'm less dangerous because you're there. That's really fucking weird. It is because it's it's somewhat true and probably also like those spy movies where women are spies because no one thinks that the women are the spies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that could be dangerous if, if we were sociopaths. But anyhow, I might be getting on a tangent again. <laughs> Uh, so I pointed that out to you later. I said, you know, I couldn't have easily talked to that lady about the birds. And it was nice that we got to talk about birds because then we saw the birds that she was looking for and I had not been looking for them. I didn't look at my app before we went to see what birds were being spotted in that area. And she mentioned a specific species. She did. And where we live, you can go a couple miles this way or that and see totally different birds. And I imagine that happens in a lot of places, but... It's because 
we live near mountains and the elevation and such. Yeah, and water supplies and mm-hmm. so forth. Types of things for birds to eat. Yes. Types of insects, etc. Mm-hmm. You won't see a bird a mile and a half from here coming over to our house. Right. Yeah. So that was fun because then I was kind of keeping my eyes open and we saw them. I said, there they are. That's the bird that she was looking for. And I looked around to see if she was anywhere around. She wasn't. And then while you were in the restroom at the parking lot, I watched to see if she was coming that way and if she had seen them. Or if she if she came that way, I would have asked her if she had seen them. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see her. Right. And for all we know, she came from the other direction. That's possible. Mm-hmm. It's not terribly far. No. Just depends on what kind of hike you're taking. Right. Well, I figured that was going to be the case when she split off from the trail on the left fork at that one place and we were taking the right fork back to our trailhead that she was going to the other trailhead. So I thought she was still going in the direction we were, but just closer to the mm. stream. But whatever. That's all right. Yeah. So the other thing that we're managing this parenting thing for is the fact that you are going to the bay. You know, as this episode comes out, you will be there probably, I think it's the weekend that you're going to the baseball game, not the weekend that you're going to Transmarch. But anyway, there's unimportant. No, there's no definite days of plans yet. Right. Besides those things. That you just mentioned. Well, part of the reason that you don't have too many solid plans is because you're trying to kind of keep things open for somebody that you might be meeting while you're there. Yes. Yes. So I've been talking to a woman there who seems to be interested in me mm-hmm. and I find her attractive. So I'm hoping to meet up with her. Yes. And it's funny because you'll be saying, oh, I don't know if she's interested. And you've said this about other people before. And I'm like, oh, no. No, let me point out to you, and I'll show exactly like, no, when she says it this way, she means. Right. And it makes me think how you've been telling our lawyer friend this for years now. And I thought, I don't, apparently I don't know these things and I better ask. Well, it's good that you are asking because I'm very encouraging of, you know, if if you want another partner, if you want a girlfriend or a they friend or something else, you mm-hmm. know, by all means, please go have fun. Mm-hmm. I, I am very hopeful that this works out for you because she seems very nice. I've been hella nosy online. I You do. I, that's, I, okay. that's what I do. It's okay. Um, I'm a little protective. What can I say? You're also really nosy. It's true. Yeah. But <laughs> which is why you don't also don't mind me trying to clarify any any what does this mean questions. And so when she texted me the music video about wanting to hook up, does you think that means she actually wants to hook up? <laughs> that one I understood. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was I was saying to something to you yesterday and you said to me you know, you you really have become a little more dense on tea. Well, and this is something that we talked about when you were first on tea, that you were very aware of the fact that like your emotional range and your emotional receptors mm-hmm. were somewhat dampened. Mm-hmm. And your social receptors had been somewhat dampened. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was just like, oh, that's interesting. But now that you're like... Totally dense. <laughs> That wasn't what I was going to say. (laughs) You're not wrong, but also I was going to say now that you are trying to make use of these social skills that are also a little bit rusty. Oh, they're very rusty. Yeah. At the same time, you've also got, you know, this this slightly dampened emotional and social reception. 
Well, yeah, and as I explained to you, the other thing is I have a awareness that I dampen things down as well because I don't want to be that guy. So Nobody wants that guy. No, and so I don't want to be that guy, but I think I kind of am you, overly cautious. I think you are too because then, you know, you've got people saying it seems like you're not interested or it seems like you're friend zoning me and you're like, oh no, hold on, let me course correct. Yes. Let me, let me, let me fix that. Yes. Yeah. Let me say something and then say, hope that wasn't too forward. And, and, and you and only they, workshop with me three revisions of this text message before you hit send and then follow up with hope it wasn't too forward. Yes. And I think it's interesting too, that like you just started to say that the people that you're seeing, you know, not, uh, not only are your social and emotional receptors deadened, but like we also talked about how like your processing has changed too on T. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the, the two people that I've been talking to lately are more estrogen based people. Mm-hmm. One is a trans femme non-binary person and the other one is, I don't know if she considers herself cis, but she is entirely estrogen based. So yes. And I'm, so I'm aware that my, my brains are, my brain already worked a little different from that in the first place. Yes. And then getting on tea and then also never having that chemical experience anymore, I think does some rerouting as well. And as someone who also has never had the typically estrogen brained experience because of autism and neurodivergence, mm-hmm. but also because like that autism gives me that hyper analytical, like I learned how to social as an academic exercise, not as a intuitive learning like most people do. Mm-hmm. So like, I see those patterns. And I think what you're saying is spot on that like estrogen brained people, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's it's a bimodal distribution. It's not a dichotomy. Mm-hmm. But there are distinct patterns mm-hmm. of behaviors and interactions and expectations. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's good that you're like bringing me, hey, is this something I can say? Or do you think if I want them to, you know, get this idea that I should present it directly or should I, you know, you're, you're workshopping these things. Right. Whereas with the trans guys that I've talked to, no matter what we're talking about, whether it's a, a date or surgeries or birds, I don't have that. Que- I have no questions about what might be happening here. <laughs> They're, they're pretty forward. And the ones who have taken interest in you have been very direct about, yes, I'm interested in you. Mm-hmm. And the one that you had been dating for a while, who kind of dropped off the map for a while, you know, when they came back around was one of the first things they said to you is, are you still interested in friends with benefits? Right. <laughs> so, right. you know, it's pretty clear. Yeah. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they expect me to be a little more forward because here, well, and then there's just the other thing of I have not dated before while I've already been married, so. Well, and you've also not dated as a man. Well, there is that. Yes. Maybe I should just re-say the whole thing and skip that other part. I don't no, know. No, I think they're both important parts because like the process of dating as a man and especially dating women or feminine people as a man, you know, which is what we've been talking about this whole time, there is definitely an element of I'm already in a committed partnership. And so I'm not looking to be anyone else's provider or to merge households with someone or Mm -hmm. anything like that. 
Mm-hmm. And that definitely does have a different shade to the interactions early on, which I mean, it'll yeah. have a different shade to the interactions throughout the whole relationship. But still, right. you know, those earliest interactions where you're clarifying expectations, there's a reason that the poly community is a whole bunch of neuroqueers and then a few neurotypicals like you. Mm-hmm. Because we all love that direct communication, that clear set of expectations, that, you know, understanding that right up front, we are going to set our expectations and we are going to negotiate them if needed. There's no expectation of reliance on social structures and social norms. I'm, I'm thinking about how far away from my wheelhouse that is. And I know. <laughs> how much steering this this is uh, going to take. But oh, well, that's interesting. That'll be interesting. Yeah. I think it'll be fine. I think you are smart and funny and capable and hella attractive. You are really fucking hot. And I think that if both of those people that you're talking to- not biased. Didn't say I wasn't. Okay. But I think that if either of those people who you've been talking to and expressed attraction for um, actually get to meet you in person, Mm -hmm. I think your awkwardness will be more endearing than anything else. Right. And it might be less awkward. It might not because I'm more of an in-person You totally are. And that's the thing. Like with these text messages, when you and I were first together, you always wanted to be on the phone instead of in text messages. That was a suggestion of my therapist. But it also- To have phone dates because I had a child who went to bed at six (laughs) o'clock. Yes. And I also had one Mm -hmm. who refused to go to bed at six o'clock. Yeah, (laughs) but needed to. They did. Even so, you, you did prefer phone over texting, phone over messaging. Whereas like when I was dating our lawyer friend- we would use instant messenger all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, we would we would go find a computer if we wanted to chat with each other. <laughs> right. It's it's just a different way of being and mm-hmm. a different set of right. interactive skills. Well, and one of these people does seem to like to message, and one of them doesn't. The right. other one does prefer a call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because she's on the computer all day. That is entirely possible. She's tired of that. It could also be an arm thing. It could be. Yeah. So yes, because she does there, have there disabilities. Are, there, are, there is an arm thing. So mm-hmm. there's that too. But there's talk text and that'll screw everything up for you. (laughs) Oh my God. Autocorrect has been so evil lately. I don't know if like it's part of that new iOS if they updated their auto the the um the dictation software but it's been a little extra wonky yeah. lately it really has like even for me and i i have you know performer's diction when i am talking to a telephone i am using my clearest pronunciations and maybe it still they, goes sideways maybe they just wanted to fuck with everybody can you blame them <laughs> no i can't i'm so done <laughs> well no, That's now we're good. Okay. Right? Yes. Okay. So is there anything extra gendery about any of that? Like oh, oh, isn't it all extra gendery? It is. But I didn't know if there was anything else that you wanted to No, I I think the the biggest takeaway there for me is dating as a man. I never thought about it because I'm me and I never thought about now I'm dating as a man. I've I've seen people mention this on Twitter and so forth. Mm-hmm. Mostly gay guys trying to sort things out. Mm-hmm. But and I don't know why that's just what's in my feed, but okay. I didn't think about it because I was me before and I'm me now and I I kind of forgot that I This is what our lawyer friend was talking about some years ago and you were like I couldn't forget that that I'm trans. I yeah, I'm wrong. 
Yeah. There's parts of it you can forget. I don't forget that I'm trans. But you forget that there's this way of interacting in the world that is not your, not the way you were enculturated. Well, in the big picture, yes. In in the, like I said to you, I, I am aware that I'm doing things differently. I just forgot why I was doing them differently. <laughs> so... Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting. I was listening to a podcast the other day that was about like privilege dynamics in relationships and how like if someone is older, if partners are of different racial or ethnic backgrounds, if someone has more money or a better job or higher status, or if the partners are of different genders mm-hmm. or perceived to be of different genders, you know, all of these things play into status and power dynamics in a relationship. Right. So it's interesting that you had never thought about that because you were always just you and then there was only just me. I, I was thinking about the pieces. I just wasn't thinking about the why. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, there you go. So is there anything else for now? I think that's it. Okay. We'd love to hear from you. So let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! I have to sit forward like this. You have to sit forward? Or up. It feels like forward because I spent a long time not being able to sit like this. You spent a lot of time sitting way, way back on the back of your pelvic bone, on your tailbone, on your lower back. away from all the stitches. Yes. Mm -hmm. Putting the weight way, way back on your upper glutes. (laughs) Right. With the cushion I have and the height of this particular sitting space, I can sit exactly like this. There you go. Well, then I'm glad that you can sit like this and talk to a microphone with me. Are we ready? Yes. Okay. Are we ready? Ready again. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Mm -hmm. I was trying to be silly. I know. I'm trying to pay attention. Okay. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. That you'd like to talk about going places? Is there other things that... um, I don't know. Okay. What should we do? Each other, but not yet. Right. With the estrogen-based person that... I shouldn't say it that way. What should I say? With she's a woman. You can with, just call her a woman. With this, with it. <clears throat> well, Hold on. The other one, the other friend, okay, person is also somewhat estrogen based. So you could say that you're talking to a woman and a trans feminine person, and both of these have estrogen based cognition. Or so. And I forgot what I was going to say about it. Something about brain differences because they are fuckers. You don't. You want to wait? No. If it's. It only takes a few minutes. Yeah. So let's see if we can figure out what you were about to say. Okay. We were talking about... Well, I got off course because you said that, and I didn't say that to her. I, I said that to them. Mm-hmm. And they were... They eagerly replied, Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> so...
Uh, the mower is probably not helping, and I can't sit back. So here is a big section for you to cut out mm-hmm. with a mower. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, his lawn is very, very small. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think I should say about this so far? And I cannot get up or just get up and look out the window. No, I think we just wait. It's okay. I can just cut it out. Bugs me that I can't just jump up and look out the window. I'm sorry. Yeah. Should I get you a periscope? <laughs> For Father's Day. No. <laughs> no, I can't do that. Your Father's Day presents are all bought already. No, I don't want any. I I spoke to her, and I I don't know what I said to her, so you have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>